listening to Coffee and Career Hour. This is your host, Armina, and I'm excited to talk about all things career with you. So grab a cup of coffee and join me for some career talk. Hey there, friends. In today's episode, I'd like to talk about self-efficacy and career decision-making. So self-efficacy is a concept in psychology that was developed by Albert Bandura. And it's basically the belief that we have about our abilities and competencies. So what we believe about our ability to be successful at a given task. Self-efficacy starts from a very young age in early childhood as we start to try things and we succeed at some, we fail at some, and all of the stimuli and the information that we're getting from our environments sort of just impacts the way we start to see ourselves and our abilities. So it functions on a subconscious level, but it impacts our motivations, it impacts our behaviors, it impacts our willingness to try new things. Um, It impacts the way we react to failure. So someone with a high sense of self-efficacy is likely to take failure and use it as an opportunity to learn and grow from it. But someone with the low self-efficacy is likely to think of failure as a reflection of their personal limitations. Like I'm not smart enough or I don't have the skills or I'm not good enough to be successful at this given task. So it's just sort of just becomes something where you internalize this failure, like, oh, this is a reflection of all of my limitations as a person. So essentially it could impact, you know, our decisions and not only our career decisions, but all of the decisions in our lives, but especially our career decisions. Like what are we willing to um, try and like explore? Are we willing to put ourselves out of our comfort zone to find a successful career? So self-efficacy develops through four channels. One of the channels is performance. So essentially, like we try something new. And if we're good at it, then we master it, then that builds a high self-efficacy that, okay, we are capable. We are capable of doing this task and we have competence. The second channel is through vicarious experiences. So finding people who have similar traits and characteristics as us and sort of looking at them as role models. Like if they can do this task successfully, then so can I. This person is similar to me in certain ways and they were able to be successful as this. Like, oh, this person was able to graduate college despite being a first-generation student or child of immigrants or having X, Y, and Z traits that I relate to myself and this person was able to graduate college, so so can I. So that's vicarious experiences. The next one is emotional and physical experiences. So like how we feel when we're doing the given task, staying in tune with our physical and emotional sort of arousal. And if we're having positive experiences, positive feelings, then that's likely to make us feel like we have a high sense of self-efficacy in relation to that task. 
And then encouragement, self-verbal encouragement. So especially as a child, like if you're getting verbal feedback, like you can do it, you're good at it, you're smart enough, you can do it. Uh, those kinds of feedback are um, helpful in terms of building self-efficacy. So those are the four channels that we develop it, but it's not set in stone. So self-efficacy can change if you, you know, find yourself like, oh, shoot, like I have low self-efficacy. That's okay. You can... You can definitely develop it. Uh, it changes over time as we try new things, learn, grow, develop. But it does start from childhood and it does sort of impact the way we see ourselves. Like if we are capable of learning new things and being successful at things and things like that. So it is foundational. It does impact your decisions. And so it is important to develop a high sense of self-efficacy. And so it's something to sort of be aware of and think about, especially in relation to how you're thinking about your careers. So someone who's having a hard time with the career decision might want to take a step back and try to reflect on, okay, what am I thinking? What kinds of thoughts and what kinds of feelings are coming to mind when I'm thinking about my career decisions? Do you feel competent enough to be able to go out there and be successful at at an interview, right? Do you feel competent enough to put out a well-written, solid, successful resume? Do you feel competent enough to be able to perform the duties of this job? Do you feel competent or able to engage in self-exploration so you can find the right career path? Or are you procrastinating? If you're procrastinating on these things, then what's stopping you from taking action today, applying for that job, going for that interview, networking, meeting people in your field, right? What's stopping you from taking action, declaring your major, deciding, making a final decision about your career? If you're finding yourself procrastinating, then it might help to take a step back and essentially try to tune into what are you thinking and feeling? And is it in some way, shape, or form related to your self-efficacy, your level of self-efficacy? Do you feel competent and able to make a, self, a, a solid career decision? And essentially, not just for career, but think about how you make decisions in general, right? If a person were to f feel low confidence about their decision-making skills, then that can also impact their career decision. Because if you feel like, dang, I always make bad decisions, I, I always screw up, I always decide something and it turns out horrible, then maybe you're, you have a low sense of self-efficacy in relation to decision making in general. So that's undoubtedly that's going to stop you from making a career decision because that's going to be on a subconscious level. Like I always screw up with my decisions, so I don't want to screw up my career decision too. So let me put that on hold. Essentially, that that's something that can be going on. So if you're having a hard time making a decision or committing to a career, you want to maybe take a step back and think about how you make decisions in general and how you feel about your ability to make decisions, what you believe about your ability to make decisions, what you believe about your ability to go out there and do well at an interview, what you believe about your ability to be able to perform the duties of that job. 
it all goes back to how we see ourselves, what we believe about ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. And these things develop from childhood and none of us are perfect. We all have had negative childhood experiences and things that might have shaken up our confidence a little bit or shaken up our self-esteem. Like self-esteem is a little different from self-efficacy because self-esteem is more about how we feel about ourselves in general. And then self-efficacy is what we believe about our capabilities. So they're slightly different, but they're all interconnected. Our self-image, how we see ourselves, and then how we think people see us. Uh, And then that ties into how we feel about ourselves and that ties into what we believe about our capabilities. They're all interconnected, but we've all had positive and negative experiences as kids. We've all taken a hit to our confidence at one point or another, but it all kind of goes back to, are you willing to take a step back, reflect on yourself, gain more self-awareness? Because self-awareness, I can't say this enough, I'm probably going to end up saying this in almost every single episode, but self-awareness is the most important thing we can do to help us move forward with our lives, make better decisions, be more successful, be happier. It all starts with being aware of ourselves, what we're feeling, what we're thinking, what experiences we've had and how those experiences have affected us physically, mentally, emotionally. So if you're willing to take a step back, listen to those things, maybe journal. I said it in another episode too, talk to someone you trust or journal or seek therapy, or seek a coach, write a song, write a poem, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you need to do to be more in tune with your feelings and your emotions. And that's what's going to help you move forward and take the next step. And be aware. So as far as self-efficacy goes, gain more awareness of what you believe about your abilities. Do you believe that you can graduate college Do you believe that you are capable enough to become a doctor, become an engineer, become a nurse? I don't know, whatever career path you're considering, you're thinking about. If there's something you're interested in, but you don't believe that you can do it, then we start from there. Why don't you believe that you can do it? Think back at your past childhood experiences. Once you're aware of these thoughts and feelings, then you can start to work on them. And you can try with baby steps. You can try putting yourself in a challenging situation after you've gained more self-awareness. It's like, okay, what's next? Fine, I'm aware of these things, right? I'm aware of these thoughts and feelings and beliefs I have about myself. Now what's next? Next is starting to put yourself in situations like out of your comfort zone, taking baby steps so you don't have to go from zero to 100. Put yourself in a slightly difficult, slightly uncomfortable situation and then See how you kind of handle that situation. If you're having a hard time with decision making, you don't think that you make good decisions, then start with a fairly safe situation where you can, if you screw up, it's okay. It's not going to ruin your life, but you know, it's like a controlled situation, but you make a decision and see how it goes and get feedback from people. You know, you can get feedback from people you love and care about who you trust Look at role models, find people in your circle or not even in your circle. I mean, with social media too, it's easy to access 
people and find role models who maybe you resonate with and see what they're doing and how they were able to kind of be successful in certain situations. And that can also help build self-efficacy as far as, okay, this person can do it and I resonate with them as well. And potentially I can do it too. The only way to become good at something is to practice it. So if you believe you can't do it, then first step is being aware of it, but then it's taking action and you can do it with baby steps and start small, but you got to take that action and practice it. And with practice, you start to do well at it. And then once you start to be successful, then you realize, oh, you develop self-efficacy. Oh, I can do it. And that shifts your self-image and how you see yourself and what you believe about your abilities. And that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it.